Welcome to Talks at Advent, homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia. Today's speaker is Dr. Bo Bruce. What do you think of when you think of Christmas? Presents? Lights? Trees? The smell of hot spiced apple cider? Taste of eggnog? Frosty the Snowman, the Grinch, Charlie Brown, Santa, family traditions, family arguments. I dare say Jesus was probably not the first thing that came to your mind. And I'll even admit that it often isn't the first thing that comes to my mind. In fact, we're constantly exposed to the opposite of what this day was over 2,000 years ago. As quick as the Halloween costumes and candy can be pulled off the shelf, another gross secularization of one of the holiest days of our year, All Saints Day, up pops the Christmas decorations. I know I'm dating myself here, but I remember when it was sacrilege to start marketing for Christmas before Thanksgiving. And soon I think we really will be celebrating Christmas in July, or at least see the Christmas decorations pop up. I heard Brian Adams crooning on the radio something about Christmas time makes you wish it was Christmas every day. Uh, Not so much. And in fact, apparently lots agree with me because another tragedy is that many people will have their celebration of Christmas tomorrow and have the tree on the curb, the decorations down, and the Christmas carols off the radio on December 26th, when we are just ready to get started as Orthodox Christians. So is it any wonder that some have called for putting the Christ back in Christmas. But I think that's missing the problem altogether. Christ has always been in Christmas. Today, our God, God, the creator of the universe, God, the maker of mankind from the dust, God who promised on the day of mankind's fall that he would bruise the heel of Satan, bruises the heel today. Today, God, who promised Abraham that his descendants would be more numerous than the stars, delivers his descendant, who and will make all mankind his children. God, who promised that David would have an everlasting kingdom, anoints that king. God, who through numerous prophets promised salvation, fulfilled those prophecies today. No matter what you do, you cannot take Christ out of Christmas. Christ is the fulfillment of God's promises, and God is faithful. He always delivers. So what's missing? Well, what we need is not to put Christ back in Christmas, but to put us back in Christ. When we were baptized, we put on Christ. We joined ourselves with that little baby lying in a manger, crossing death to be reborn. I think many think of baptism as a type of Jesus's death and resurrection, and I agree with them. But I think it is also likewise a type of Christmas. God was born again, and so are we. Just as God humbles himself to be born a tiny little baby, laid not in a soft, clean crib, but in a dingy dingy manger, not wrapped in fine linen, but in swaddling clothes, not born in a palace, but in a cave, not born to rich kings and queens, but to extremely, extremely poor parents, as we'll hear on Candlemas. A virgin dedicated to God in the temple in her early life by her parents, Joachim and Anna, who was betrothed to an old widower, a carpenter by trade, coming to the end of his life. 
He had the honor of caring for Mary when she came of age and was thus too old to remain in the temple. In our baptism, we're born again, not to more richly continue our blessed lives. And yes, they are blessed because no matter where you come from, no matter what you've been through, we all here enjoy countless blessings in the U.S. that we too often take for granted. Blessings that there are still people all over the world that don't have them. Clean water, modern conveniences, etc. For no reason more than they were born in a different place on this blue-green marble floating in the immenseness of the universe. We are not born again to our high and haughty place where we think sin is not only a privilege but a right, where we're lulled by Satan into thinking we're rich through our pleasures, but to a humility that opens our eyes to how worthless our worldliness is. It can't satisfy. Only putting on Jesus can. And we are born as babes. And if you are anything like me, you're still a baby in many ways, still acting like my defiant two-year-old. Sometimes I want to say to my own children that when Jesus said, let the little children come to me, he didn't, he wasn't talking to you. And when we act like those children ourselves, rather than the curious, bright-eyed, insightful, kind, and giving ones that they usually actually are, including my own, we're not putting ourselves in Christ. So the first thing we can do on this Christmas Eve is to join Christ in his manger. The second thing we can do is live as a sojourner. I think it was appropriate that God would choose to be born as a little baby during a journey rather than at home. God's not a homebody. You remember how he liked Abraham because he was willing to get away from his homeland and travel? Remember how God wandered with the, the Israelites in the desert? And when they finally settled somewhere and David wanted to build God a temple, he wasn't too happy about it. A temple was man's idea. And just like a king was man's idea, and that didn't work out too well either. God doesn't want to be confined. He was perfectly happy with his tent. Jesus wasn't complaining when he said the Son of Man had no place to lay his head. He was simply stating a personal quality about himself. God didn't want a temple. Instead, he wanted the temple to be our bodies. He wanted to dwell not just with us, but in us. God chased after us because he wanted to commune with us, to renew us. That's God's idea. And it's a lot better than ours, I say. And so no matter how bejeweled, gilded, and richly decorated our churches are, God's plan is better. So we should likewise imitate God and be a sojourner. In our case, never be happy where we are and always continue to travel closer to God. After all, Jesus became man that we could become God, not by nature, but in part by the very grace we celebrate tonight in his nativity. And that brings us to the last thing I want to talk about today. In order to put us back in Christ, we need to put God back in us. That was God's plan with the temple, but is it our plan? Will we walk out of here unchanged on the night that God himself became a human being? Will we 
B, continuing to put a wall around ourselves to keep God out. And even if we open the door to let him in, to use that wall to keep him confined rather than allowing him to shine forth and illumine all of those around us? How much are we following Jesus's commands to fast, pray, and give alms? Now it is a time to feast, and feast we should. Enjoy the celebration, enjoy the presence, and hopefully the time with your family and friends. Enjoy some of those special foods you love that only come around once a year. But don't forget to also fill yourself up with Christ. See in the joy of the season, the real joy that was brought by our Lord and Savior coming to restore us and all creation. Join Jesus in the manger by being renewed again through humble love of God and of our neighbor. Be a sojourner ever climbing to the heavens and put God in yourself. Fill yourself up with a gift that God wanted you to have so badly that he sent his only begotten son to become the son of Mary and to make us all his sons and daughters, his very self. Tonight, as we celebrate his nativity, don't worry about putting Christ back in Christmas. He's already here waiting faithfully for you to put yourself back into him. Give him the gift that he has spent all eternity hoping for, yourself. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Talks at Advent. Homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia.